Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Metamorpho number 8, cover date September-October 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artists Sal Trepiani and Charles Paris, edited by George Cashton, featuring Element Man, Public Enemy, written by Bob Haney, art by Sal Trapiani and Charles Paris. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. Once I believed that when love came to me, it would come with rockets, bells, and poetry. But with me and you, it just Metamorpho is recruited by the governor to infiltrate the criminal gang of Doc Dredd. Metamorpho wears a disguise as Dynaman. He challenges Dredd and wins the duel to become leader of the gang. He then leads the crooks on a successful robbery to earn their confidence. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything.
victim of the mandela effect what's the mandela effect that's when you remember something the way that it actually happened but time has changed in the meantime and so now no one else remembers it except for you okay it's like the berenstain bears (laughs) okay so how is that relevant to life i have a clear memory of seeing in print a phonetic pronunciation of comic artist carmine Infantino. Okay. I N F A N T I N O. Okay. Uh, I can't find that visual reference. All right. After a week of thoroughly searching the internet, mm-hmm. and everyone else, as I did until I was forty years old, says Infantino. Okay. What does it matter? It matters because. Uh, time has changed, and I think we need to get to the bottom of it. What if uh, time has changed to the extent that Donald Trump should never have been president? Is everybody saying that he himself pronounced it as Infantino? Well, I can't find him, he himself, pronouncing it. But I can find him being interviewed, and the interviewer Uh says Infantino. Okay. I can find his nephew, musician Jim Infantino, Uh who says Infantino. Okay. Uh, And, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I think you need to just sort of let this one go. Okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Oh. Um, we had a great time this week talking with Ben over at Not a Hoax, Not a Dream podcast. Yep. Talking all about Barry Allen, The Flash, speaking mm-hmm. of Carmine Infantino, or Infantino. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. And, but we uh, did have a good time. He um, does this thing, a new thing, called editing. So... Uh, We'll let you know when that's ready to go. <laughs> it, w- it won't be a quick turnaround like ours no. crappy podcast is. Anything else going on this week? Oh, well, um, it's someone's birthday this week. It sure is. Yes. It's mine. Spoiler alert. Yeah, another trip around the sun. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I feel just as tired as a tired thing. <laughs> As tired as a tired thing. Well, why do they have to put birthdays in the summer when it's 2,000 degrees? Nobody wants to do anything, well, especially me. If your mother hadn't uncrossed her legs in August, you'd well, be a little... Well, you know what? I was two weeks late. Oh, my God. Two weeks late, and I still only weighed six pounds, four ounces. Wow. And I've made up for that. Okay. Um, and you know what else? Fun fact I didn't know until about two years ago. What? My mother had some kind of terrible rupture when I was born, and she almost died, and I almost drowned to death in the blood. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They kept that from me until my sisters told me. Oh, your sisters. I know. They can't keep anything secret. Oh, they have. They must have a whole encyclopedia of secrets that they're waiting to just you dole just out to wait. you. I bet they do. Mm-hmm. You know who doesn't have any secrets? Metamorpho. The fab freak of a thousand and one changes. Mm-hmm. He's an element man, you know. Um... To refresh your memory, because it's a bi-monthly comic and we don't see much of him on our schedule. Okay. 
Uh, Metamorphose secretly sold her fortune Rex Mason, mm-hmm. who was working for multi-billionaire Simon Stagg, mm-hmm. also dating Simon's daughter Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And uh, Simon sent him to steal the Orb of Ra. Orb of Ra. Which uh, was carved from a meteorite. Uh, Rex was exposed to the meteorite due to the machinations of Simon Stagg's unfrozen caveman manservant, Java, (laughs) and who's also in love with Sapphire, by the way. And he was changed into Metamorpho, the element man, who can change into any element or combination thereof contained within the human body well done now that being said is a mighty cobalt hand enough to halt metamorpho's deadliest foe doc dread let's find out okay okay i don't think much of this cover the cover yeah yeah it's about as good as the whole entire issue (laughs) don't give away the ending i won't uh but this issue is not up to much Mm -mm. um written by bob haney metamorpho originally was intended to be a spoof of zany superheroes of the era oh which you know uh, i think bob haney started taking it a little too seriously Hmm. because there's nothing spoofy about this Mm -mm. really Mm -mm. um let's meet the cast shall we let's rex mason world's most wanted man natch means naturally yeah Mm -hmm. simon stag he wants everything sapphire stag who wouldn't want her well i think anybody with real eyes wouldn't want her she's got her eyes are really far set apart really and a very vacant look and she's got that color of eye like mary ingalls did like husky eye blue Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh java who could want him and doc dread we wanted a villain and here he is did we though Apparently someone did, okay. because we've got one here. Who's that guy who kept on writing into the comics that we talk about quite frequently who then became a comic writer? Oh, Mike Friedrich? Mike Friedrich. Maybe Mike Friedrich wanted a doctorate. Maybe. A villain. Uh, we open with a first-person narration from Metamorpho himself. Metamorpho, Metamorpho here, here, busters. Since old Staggy turned me into a chemical curiosity, I've had some real way-out weirdo adventures. But even... A- I was all freaked out by the curveball fate tossed at me when I had to make a change you won't ever, ever find in your chemistry sets. The switcheroo that made me into... Element Element Man! Man, Public public enemy. Enemy! So where's the action, you ask? Why, it's at the newest, hottest discotheque in town. (laughs) Called the Metamorpho A Go Go, where everyone's doing the latest dance, The Element Man! Rex, in disguise, he wears a rubber mask to, so he can look human out in the town, mm. uh, is taking Sapphire out. She's wearing a mink coat, of so course. she's behind the times. They are accompanied is by... Is she in the 60s? Uh, yeah, my people still wore mink in the 60s. You said she's behind the times. I meant the current times. Oh, of course. But in the 60s, no, yeah, 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 no. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Um, in fact, don't tell. I still have a mink shrug that was my grandmother, Mrs. White's, hanging in a closet somewhere. You do not. Well, what, I don't wear it. I know. But what are you oh, going to do with it? I didn't even know you owned it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there like a no, you politically just, correct mink disposal site? No, no, no. You just donate stuff like that to theaters for costume wear. And I don't even know if it's mink. It might be chinchilla or something. Who knows? Um, I've never seen it. So, folks... He really doesn't wear it around the house. (laughs) Maybe I should. (laughs) Uh, When I was a lad, 
my father took me. Your father? I don't know why this was such a craze, but it was a craze for about two weeks. Little keychains that with chinchilla fur. Chinchilla like, fur. It was like a rabbit's foot keychain, uh-huh. only it was a chunk of chinchilla fur, which is very soft and luxurious. Okay. Uh, so for some reason, my father decided to take me and the other children to a chinchilla farm, which was actually just cages full of chinchillas in someone's basement. Oh. It was terrible. Why did he take you there? I guess he purpose? wanted to see the source of his chinchilla keychain. Key Your father is such a curious man. I'll say. Hmm. Uh, it's coming up to the time of the Ohio State Fair also, by the way. Oh, yes, of course. My father used to take his summer vacation and work at the Ohio State Fair, and I don't know what he did, but it involved driving around a golf cart around the fairgrounds. And befriending the carnies. Befriending the carnies and the cattlemen and Uncle Sam on stilts mm-hmm. and the whole gang. Wow. And it was the big treat. We'd get to go for the day and ride around. But he wouldn't let you go on the rides? No, because uh, he saw the rides being constructed. Mm-hmm. And it was forbidden to ride the rides. They'd get children off the street and pay them a shiny quarter. I know we've told this story before. because Probably, yes. but it's worth repeating. Yeah. Don't ride rides at state fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Ohio State Fair is famous for the butter cow. Was it? Yes. Other state fairs have their own butter cows. Well, too. I think Ohio had it first because <laughs> Ohio is the was once the greatest state in the nation. <laughs> They've kind of their politics have gone south a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they certainly. I don't. Were they ever progressive politics? Um, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to politics when I was eight. Okay. Anyway, Rex and Sapphire out in the town with Java. I guess he's their driver. Why is he so bitter? Because he time? loves Sapphire. So, get well, over it. He, is that his? That's all he does. He fixates only on that. Yeah. He might have some sort of disorder where he can only fixate on one thing. Well, he's uh, an unfrozen Neanderthal. He probably does have some kind okay. of on the spectrum somewhere. Okay. All right. So, uh, inside the joint, I don't understand this line. That Rex says they use saucers for tables. I don't understand either. And yet these are clearly not saucers. No, they're, they're high boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Trixie and Lobo will be dancing the latest and greatest craze called The Element Man. And the song goes something like this. Do, 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 make like metal. Get, Get it hard like, like acid. acid. Shake it like a test tube. Man, Man should solid. solid. Life does a gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing the element man. Doing the element man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You might think we practiced that, but we just <laughs> literally just made it up. Okay, I just have to say why I stammered a little bit because there, there is, there's no rhyme or, no. or and there's no rhythm to no. the mm-hmm. lyrics. I'm no. going, oh, how would this fall here? Yeah, I shouldn't think it very. I shouldn't um, think it should I? Right now, Bob Haney was not kind enough to give us a musical notation. All he gave us was the lyric sheet, mm-hmm. so we had to do the best we could. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sapphire and Rex are going to do the frug. And uh, Rex is going to act out the lyrics yeah. by showing that he can turn his arms and feet into metal, uh, turn his hand <laughs> fist into, into acid, acid and drink which it? he proceeds to drink. You hear hiss. And then he can turn his torso into a test tube full of bubbling liquid. Uh-huh. 
And everybody's saying, whoa, crazy man, Ensville, the most. Get a load of those cats. He's peeling the, the paint, paint off the walls. Uh, then he turns into gas to show the crowd that he really is Metamorpho, the element man. And that's the end of the party. It's the end of the party because <laughs> Sapphire is not having it. A girl expects a man to dance with her not to do a solo show off. Well, I don't know how she can see him. Her eyes are so far apart. <laughs> and so maybe she, maybe she has to look at him like. Maybe she's blind. Her eyes are so translucent, the the light goes right through them. <laughs> Bless her heart. I'm going to stop that now. Yeah. Now here comes Java to report that Simon Stagg has demanded Rex return at once to the office. Where? Who do you think is waiting? Oh, well, Simon Stagg. Simon Stagg and the, the police governor. commissioner. And the, the governor. governor. We we would never know he was the governor because he's not wearing a morning coat and top, a top hat. hat. Thank you. Uh, the governor has a mission for Metamorpho. And he has a full-size portrait of Doc Dredd, famous criminal. Study that screen, Metamorpho. You're looking at the infamous Doc Dredd. So, okay. Yeah. Just study it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's wearing a red and yellow jumper with a skull... Uh, crossed by lightning bolts mm-hmm. and some kind of a gas mask and little shoulder epaule- shoulder pads epaulets yeah what do we call those flares, flares shoulder flares, yeah, shoulder flares. Um, Dr. Ed is the leader of a fantastic criminal ring that is waging all-out war against society. Mm-hmm. He's a scientific genius whose crime methods have proved absolutely foolproof and unbeatable. Metamorpho says why don't you just put him in the hooskow? <laughs> Well, Metamorpho, we've never gotten solid evidence against him that would stand up in court. He's too smart, too diabolically clever. We are up against a stone wall. The Element Man has almost no nose. Yeah, it's uh, like it's like a Voldemort. It's been shaved off. It's There is some bit of a nose, but yeah. there's not a lot. And when he puts the rubber mask on... He does he, have a nose. No, he doesn't. No, if you go what? back, you'll see that he also has very, very, very mild, very small nose. But uh, more of a nose than Metamorpho has. Mm. I think it's the same. Mm-hmm. Metamorpho actually has a nose, but it's, it is very specifically drawn in, a, in, a, in almost like something happened to it. Yeah, well, look on page three. I've seen page Profile. three. I thought about this before. Look, it's, it's got that flatty kind of nose. Well, Look at the bottom. But Rex Mason also has a heavier brow. And he has his cheekbones that are, that are like t- two the biceps. Cut cheese with those. Um, anyway, Metamorpho is being tasked with infiltrating Doc Dredd's gang. And uh, so he says farewell to Sapphire. And off he goes to the criminal headquarters which are well-marked with the sign warning off trespassers. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice of signage there. Keep out. Trespassers will be shot on sight. Signed, Signed Doc Dredd. <laughs> uh, so Metamorpho turns into gas, floats over the fence, and prepares to start his career as public enemy number one. Java secretly hopes that he's going to foul it up and get killed yeah java wants him dead for sure yeah because metamorpho being alive is absolutely the only thing keeping sapphire from falling in love with java and it's anathema to java 
Yeah. Did I pronounce that correctly? Or is it anathema? (laughs) (laughs) Now, luckily for Metamorpho, he's got a chemical sixth sense. (laughs) Sure. Akin to Spider-Man's spidey sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, His sixth sense warns him of a photoelectric cell on the trees, which will alarm Doc Dredd if anyone trespasses. And he does not want to be detected. No. So instead of just walking around the trees, uh, because it's only this photoelectric beam is only between two trees in a mighty forest. <laughs> well, you don't know that. That could be. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Bob Haney. I'm pretty sure there's only one beam. <laughs> uh, so Metamorpho turned into a snake, copper snake, to slide under it. And then another amazing trick. He senses some landmines. So he turns his arm into a magnetic cobalt mine detector. Sweet. Pulls them out. Right up. Yeah. You know, we should send him to the Middle East. Or to, to Ukraine. To do this to Ukraine. That yeah. would come Take in really Russians. handy instead mm-hmm. of fighting crime in America when the police aren't doing their jobs. Right. So he spots a sniper up on the turret of uh it's a castle this is a castle right um i don't know what country we're in we're still in america kentucky stan it's a large estate outside the city kentucky stan uh so instead of just turning to invisible gas and floating into the castle he turns his hand into an aluminum reflector which will blind the sniper ping pong paddle you know right yeah uh so he Gets close to the castle, he puts on his disguise, which is a suit very much like Doc Dredd's. Yes. Only instead of red and yellow, it's green and yellow. Mm -hmm. And instead of uh, shoulder flares, he's got uh, sunglasses. Indeed. He's also got a nifty pistol, and he breaks into the castle and accosts Doc Dredd. So this pistol that Disguised Metamorpho has can shoot fluorine gas. Yes. Which disables Doc Dredd's henchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Dredd demands to know what this fellow wants. And Metamorpho, in disguise, introduces himself as Dynaman. That Dynaman. is hyphenated. Oh. Dynaman. Sorry. Dynaman. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, Doc Dredd, I want your gang, your whole setup, Doc Dredd says, how dare you challenge me? I'm Doc Dredd. Your puny powers against mine? Yes, you have your hand up, Dr. Husband. Um, now, mm-hmm. Dr. Bob. Yep. Um, this Doc Dredd. Yeah. Where did he receive his credentials? Um, probably, I, he talks like an Ivy Leaguer. So probably Harvard, Yale. Oh, okay. Princeton, maybe Brown. So is he a scientist or a criminal doctor? Is, well, is, he, is, he, is he a psychologist? Or? He's an academic doctor. So okay, like you um, and me. Yeah. Okay. So so he's useless. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a lot of postdoc positions, but he just couldn't land the tenure track job. Oh, so he's bitter. Yeah. He didn't get the job he wanted. Exactly. He's taking it out on the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so uh, now, Doc Dredd's own henchmen begin to doubt his. Power. Yeah, now we can start to question his leadership. My right? own followers doubt my supremacy. You have just sung your death song, Dynamon. Prepare for battle. Well, see, that's what's wrong with his leadership style. 
What? He, he, my own followers doubt my supremacy. Yeah. That's, that's all totally ego-based. That's always going to fail him in his leadership. Um, I hope there's a pool in this castle. So we can have like a Crystal Alexis-style showdown. Uh, uh, oh, wait, do they, do they throw each other in the pool? Crystal and Alexis? Yes. Yes. I don't remember that. Where were you? I thought that fight happened in the, in the living room. I'm sure they had more than one fight, but no, the famously had a fight in the pool. I'm talking about Dynasty listeners. Of course. Uh, Yes, Crystal and Alexis in the pool. It was clearly two uh, stunt men in wigs. Hair pulling and drowning each other. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's an iconic television moment. Did John Forsythe pull them out? Uh, Was it Forsythe or Forsythe? I don't know. Okay, John Forsythe. I I don't even remember how the fight ended. The fight was so... Wow. Second only to Cheryl Ladd wrestling an alligator. alligator. Oh, yes. Awesome. From Charlie's Angels. From Charlie's Angels when they were uh, undercover at the Chrysanthemum, Chrysanthemum Festival, Festival pageant. pageant. Hey there. Hello. We're glad that you could show up at the Chrysanthemum Festival pageant. Um, oh, God. I love that. Is that the one where there's a, a dancer in the background and she like trips or something and she just looks horrified and they left it right in? No, no, no. There was there was an actress who actually was a beauty pageant person. I looked her up and what happened was she thought they stopped filming and, her, and so she's smiling and stuff like that and then her face just falls because she thought they stopped, but they left it in there. So everybody else is smiling and dancing and she's just standing there like this. It's oh, great. Classic rookie mistake. Yeah. If anybody wants a, a nice laugh, look up Chrysanthemum Festival Pageant. Charlie's Angels. It's brilliant. Anyway, part two. Element Man, Public Enemy. Here we go. There have been, Rob, battles and wingdings galore in comics history. Superheroes versus supervillains of every kind of showdown. Dare we say that here, in the meeting of Metamorpho and Doc Dread, we present the ultimate... Yeah, that's making a mighty big claim there, folks. Yeah. Uh, Tighten your seatbelts, lock the doors and windows, and you be the judge. Uh, I'm going to be the judge right now. N- no. Now, Doc Dredd and Dynamon are about to square off with their amazing pistols. I just and want to say here, folks, listener. Yeah. I'm sorry that we sort of gave it away when we both said no at the same time. Right. This series of battle shots is ridiculous. So Doc Dredd launches his first volley with a fire shooter gun fire pistol pew the element well sorry not the element man dynaman dynaman uses his own pistol to erect a fireproof shield made of calcium chloride and then dynaman utters the classic line give me something hard buddy (laughs) it's not that kind of comic um sudden heat uh, only prepares for sudden cold. So now Doc Dredd shoots off a cold beam, which is going to shatter the calcium chloride shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dynamon counters with uh, sodium, sodium. Which turns it into plain old seltzer. Now, I, no, I don't get that because it says a sodium blitz, but I happen to make seltzer every day in right. our home. We do. And, yep. and that is just plain old water and CO2. CO2. So I don't understand what the sodium thing is. And I don't understand if it's supposed to turn into seltzer, why the broken shield now looks like a toaster, a frozen toaster. It looks like if you took uh, fondant and draped it over a toaster. 
right? <laughs> what you, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so Dr. Ed now gives up his gun and starts hurling metal balls. Grenades, to be exact. And Dynamon uh, uses his gun to squirt a liquid over the balls. Molten manganese. Yes. Which makes them fall to the floor. Right. And then he shoots some calcium carbonate or good old American cement right at Doc Dredd to freeze him in his tracks. Is that what calcium carbonate is? Uh, I don't know. I didn't bother to look up any facts. Uh, isn't calcium carbonate what we use as an antacid? Let's look it up. In fact, calcium carbonate is a dietary supplement used when the amount of calcium taken in the diet is not enough. Calcium is needed by the body for healthy bones, muscles, nervous system, and heart. Calcium carbonate also is used as an antacid to relieve heartburn, acid indigestion, and upset stomach. It is available without a prescription. It's nothing my body needs anyway. It's nothing in there about... Cement. Cement. (laughs) Right? Cement is stone, water, lime. Yeah, or sand or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Sand, stone, water, lime, something else is a binding agent. I don't know what it is. Oh, come on. So I mean, I'm not a scientist, no, but, but I know honestly, something. But I've eaten Tums every day of my life for the past 45 years, and I know calcium carbonate. And that's where that line comes from, the Tums commercial. Tums has calcium. It's something my body needs anyway. <laughs> Apparently, it can stop criminals in its tracks, though, so I'm glad I've had such a steady diet of it. But what? We get an, in, uh, an yes. X-ray view of the gun to see how... Dynamon's gun is, is working. This is my favorite. It's a little cutaway panel with a di- I love diagrams and things with arrows that point to things like when you get a cutaway of the bat cave or something. Mm-hmm. So this gun that Dynaman is carrying, it's got tubing lines which connect to the handle to send out chemical changes and an air cooler barrel mm-hmm. and hidden slots sensitive to Metamorpho's fingers so that he can trigger chemical changes and shoot them through the gun. Now, I know what you're going to ask. Do the chemicals come from his body? Well, they do come from his body. Okay. Then I I wasn't going to ask that. Oh. uh, I mean, that's what I was going to ask. So maybe you didn't know what I was going to ask. No. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering why Metamorpho just didn't turn part of his hand into a gun and then just shoot the chemicals that way. It needs to be believable. That's literally more believable than the... (laughs) Governor taking time out of his busy schedule to create this gun. What if he gets it knocked out of his hand? Then he has to shoot it out of his fingertips. If it's and part then it's of given his given way, then it's told. Then his cover's completely blown. If it's already part of his body, it can't get knocked out of his hand. I. That's like what if his hand gets knocked I, off of his body? Okay, you're right. We However, saw on television last night, didn't we? Somebody got killed, and all that was left was their hand. Did we? Mm-hmm. Um, however. If it was part of his body, we wouldn't have gotten this cutaway. So, yes. AC Ducey. AC Ducey. Well, this group of malcontents. They're going to get a pink slip. I hope they're not. I mean, I hope they're unionized because otherwise they're out the door. This guy's a good enough leader for me. Check. Check. Me too. Hail Dynamon. Okay. Dynamon says, I've taken over. Since I respect cunning and guts, Doc Dredd, I'm freeing you, but from now on you follow my orders. Mm. You'll be in charge of planning. I'll make the command decisions. I bow to my superior power. To yours. Whatever. I bow to superior power, Dynamon. Yeah. Yeah. We'll There's be a great no team together. There. No, sorry. 
We'll construct a crime empire the like of which the world has never seen. And then he broods. Yes. Yes, my friend, you win for now. But Doctorate is not finished. There must be a chink in your defenses. When I find it, I shall destroy you. So be it. Meanwhile, in the mansion of Simon Stagg, a secret message is received by Simon Stagg himself, who's manning the switchboard. He gets the message that Metamorpho is, has infiltrated Doctorate's gang and taken over. Sapphire comments that it's wonderful, but also frightening. Now. Why is she smiling so glad, so gleefully? I don't think she has any other emotion. Oh, so, wait, let's see if I can do this. Smile. Oh, it's wonderful, but also frightening. She, um, she's a rich socialite, and she, you don't get to the top by showing your true emotions. You're true. That's right. Now, remember, remember the police commissioner says, everything may backfire if Doc Dredd gets wise to who he really is. Java says, this is music sweet to my ears. Sweet music that will put Sapphire in my arms and that insufferable freak wrecked Mason in his elemental grave. Do you know that they theorized that Neanderthals actually because of the size and shape of their larynxes. If they did have spoken language, they probably sounded something like this. <laughs> this is music to Java's ears. Sweet music that will put Sapphire in my arms. Wait, didn't they have broad... freak, Rex Mason in his elemental grave. Now, I have to say something. Yes. As a voice teacher. Mm -hmm. Even though his lar their larynxes might be smaller than um, uh, Homo erectus. No, that's not right. Um, Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens. sapiens. Mm -hmm. Th that would mean that the vibratory patterns that they, that they produce would be faster, right? And the pitch might be higher. But their faces were broader, as were their pharyngeal passages. Therefore, it might enrich the tone in a way that might counteract the smallness. So it might be a mellow but higher tone. Or it might have richer overtones but also be high. Kind of like a screechy mezzo. So this was music to Java's ears. <laughs> Sweet music that will put Sapphire in my arms. Like that? Maybe it would sound something like Cookie Puss. This is music yes. to Java's ears. Sweet music that will put sapphire in my arms, and that insufferable freak of Rex Mason and his elemental growls. You can never go wrong with Cookie Puss. Mm -mm. I can't do it. No. But I haven't tried lately, though. <laughs> you can't do Cookie Puss's <laughs> voice. <laughs> I'm Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. When you do Cookie, cookie Puss, that's all I said. Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. Cookie <laughs> you look like you had a stroke when you tried to do Cookie Puss's face. <laughs> One side of your face droops. <laughs> you know, it's really, it, it sounds a lot like, um, um, oh, Gollum's, the whale? Go Gollum's voice, which is much later, yeah. Fragile the Royal! That's yeah. exactly the same voice. It is the same voice. Carville. Well, Tom. Tom. What is it? What is Tom Carvel. Tom Carvel. Try <laughs> Yes, that's right. It's that time of year again when Cookie Puss comes from outer space to deliver this rich. Hold. What? Cookie Puss is from outer space? Cookie Puss is an alien. I thought he was just a cookie. 
A co- <laughs> with a cookie, well, with a cookie puss. Cookie puss is their ice cream cake turned upside down, and with the face in the bottom. You know what? What? It's Fudgy the whale. They just turned the mold sideways. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had one mold. Yeah, and they, they just did. Turned I've it- read all about it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was an alien, though. I thought it was just had a, a, a cookie for a puss. We had a Carvel ice cream shop in New Smyrna Beach where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I used to go there. My friend sure. there, and I'd get a Sunday once in a while. God, I lived on sugar as a child. No wonder I was always chunky. You know why Carvel is great? Because they suck the oxygen out of the cream so that it's thick and rich. Really? Yeah, it's not like Dairy Queen's full of oxygen. Of course, we learned about homogenization in milk. We sweet. did on the Not a Hoax, Not a Dream podcast. So we you did. have that to look forward to. I prepared to, one listener. note for that podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was all about homogenization. Mm-hmm. Now... Let's get back to the story where a rusty freighter is unloading scrap iron down at the docks. Uh, there's a new crew coming to take over the workforce. Listener, it's, this is where I fell asleep. It's Doc Dredd's gang. They're in disguise as shipyard workers. And uh, Doc Dredd and Dynaman are watching from above. Mm-hmm. It turns out the longshoremen that Doc Dredd's gang attacked were not longshoremen at all, but they were some kind of private security force guarding not scrap iron, but but pure gold gold. bullion disguised as scrap iron. Looks like it's in a wasp nest, a paper wasp nest. It does. Well, they had to take... uh, Papier-mâché. Scrap iron foil... Right, right. And wrap it around the gold bullion to offload it from this ship. They Mm -hmm. couldn't just put it in a crate full of, I don't know, chinchilla coats or something. (laughs) No. (laughs) They had to go to the trouble of inventing scrap iron foil, which they could wrap around. Well, it worked, certainly, because it allows them to lift it up. Sure. Um, Dynaman shoots a magnesium wire from his gun so he can vault up to the electromagnetic unloader and dislodge this giant piece of gold bullion into the waiting pickup truck down below. I would think that something that heavy and that large would probably flatten the tires of the truck as uh-huh. it gets from that height yeah. it's dropped into the truck. Mm-hmm. Gold mm-hmm. is very heavy. Then, below, the driver of the truck gets frozen. Yep, by Doc Dredd. They're working together. They have a nice partnership mm-hmm. there. Uh... So they drive off with the truck, Dr. Ed and Dynaman, and the henchmen. They head to the center of town. That's always the best plan when you're robbing something. You of want course. to go right into the most visible part of town, mm-hmm. open up a manhole cover, mm-hmm. and uh, Dynaman, Dynaman uses his gun to melt the bullion down into uh, what? With a set of ignited crystallized carbon? What is that? Well, he's using uh, a jet of ignited crystallized carbon. To quickly melt down the gold, which goes into the tube, yes, Mm -hmm. and then goes out of another flow into the back of a waiting tanker truck. Right. Yes. So they did plan ahead, at least. They did. Very clever. Uh, Dr. Ed is still biding his time. Mm, Indeed. So Dynaman, metamorpho in disguise, orders the gang to scatter and regroup at headquarters. Mm -hmm. Doc Dredd and I will meet you there. Now, this innocent-looking oil truck full of gold is making its way slowly across the city. 
Not so innocent, though, because Simon Stagg and the police commissioner are in hot pursuit, Mm -hmm. in secret. Uh, So they are following to the headquarters because they want to get this evidence against Dr. Dredd. Even Simon Stagg has to admit that Metamorpho is doing a great job. He does. Meanwhile, uh, the populace of the city have gone crazy. They are now anti-police. They demand something be done about this Doc Dredd and Stop Dynamite gang. They're standing in front of there holding these, these uh, signs, signposts. Picketing in front of the governor's mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Meanwhile, Java has made his way to Doc Dredd's headquarters, where he is attempting to sneak onto the grounds. But he gets stuck at the top of the fence where he is electrocuted. Yep, he's electrocuted. And falls unconscious. Um, he is captured by Doc Dredd. Mm-hmm. And shortly in the good doctor's laboratory, Java admits that Metamorpho is really Dynamon. So, that's who he truly is, of course. It's all a plot to destroy me. But now Doc Dredd will destroy him, for my revenge is swift and awesome. (laughs) He dumps Java into the river, which is conveniently located right underneath his laboratory. Oh, if I had a laboratory, I'd love to have it over a river with a little boat that I could take out. With a trap door like this? Yeah, that'd be great, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Probably be kind of damp. Yeah, you couldn't have a grand piano down there. Oh no, no! That well, I wouldn't want to play my grand piano down in the in the cellar. I'd want to have it up higher with a in a room with lots of with a with like a, view. a room full of windows. Yes, yeah, sure. Like in the round tower, of course, with all my mid-century piano. modern furniture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The bullion is stashed safe and sound. Dynaman reports, and the law won't dare break in here after our combined powers would make the price too high. Doc Dredd's got some plans here, which he unfurls. Literally unfurls. He, Doc Dredd, wants to see steal Smarty Pants, which is the government computer containing every top secret that Uncle Sam has. Yep. Exactly. And why are you holding back, Dynamon? It would be the greatest theft of all time, a master stroke. And Dynamon agrees. Okay, pal, we'll do it. He, he, they really do look like their costumes are made by the same person. Yeah. Same designer. Yep. That night, in the mansion of Simon Stagg, a mysterious figure enters stealthily Simon's bedroom. Mm. It's not a mysterious figure. It's, it's Dr. Dredd. Yep. Um, he goes to the safe and steals the Orb of Ra. Now, remember that Rex Mason got his metamorpho powers from a meteorite... Yes. The Orb of Ra is it's made from that made meteorite, from that meteorite material and acts as Metamorpho's kryptonite. And so uh, yes. Simon Stagg keeps this around so that he can control Metamorpho. And every superhero needs to have some tragic weakness, right? Sure, yes. Uh, Simon discovers that the Orb of Ra is gone. Uh, he sends his guards out to patrol the grounds, but all they found is Java who was crawling back into the mansion from the river. Simon Stagg's guards are hooded characters, too? Apparently, yes, they are. Hmm. They must be very uncomfortable. Well, uh, you wouldn't... It's sort of like a Secret Service kind Hmm. of situation. You don't want your identity to be known. Okay. Um, So I'll I'll go with that convention. Java 
Java admits that he told Dynamon, or he told Doc Dread that Dynamon is metamorpho. Right. Simon Stegg is outraged, as is Sapphire. Am I correct in remembering that Java does this pretty much in every issue? He does something, something to undermine yes. the operation, mm -hmm. and it's often to to have a negative consequence yes. on metamorpho. Yes. Okay. Now, you'd think that Simon would reassign him or give him a, uh improvement plan of some kind. Exactly, an improvement plan, yeah. yes. yes. But, uh, You're on a plan, Java. Yes. I mean, he's an industrialist. Surely he's got to have some kind of process in place. To oh, yeah, totally. I bet, oh, I bet the HR office is just uh, awash with complaints a against nightmare. him. nightmare. Yes. Sexism, for one thing. Oh, yeah, but what can they do? He's the boss. It's probably not a publicly traded company. He doesn't have to be oh, for sure, no. to, to the shareholders. Right, right, right. No. It's totally private. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't even have an HR office, I bet. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe it's Sapphire. Well, okay. Let's talk about this for a second. Yep. If you're going to hire all those guards yep. wearing their hoods and stuff like that, you've yep. got to have somebody hiring, handling the hiring, the promotions. The onboarding, the, yep. uh, the, the, uh, the benefits, um, the annual reviews. What do you think the benefits are like? For a henchman? Mm-hmm. I think they they had better be good because you know it's not easy work. You're not you aren't hired as a henchman or, or, or as a guard to do the gardening, right? You're well, always I mean, in harm's way. They probably you, they probably rotate in and out. Like you do gardening two days a week, and then you crime the other three days. Fighting crime. Well, yeah. do they, they don't actually engage in crime, like protecting. Oh, Simon Stagg's henchmen absolutely engage in crime. Oh, do they? Oh, sure. Okay. You don't get to be a top industrialist by. Following the law, so they have to. He definitely has to have an HR department. Yeah, I would we don't think get to so. see the rest of the company, right? No. We don't know. So yes, they, of course they have an HR department. Uh, yes, okay. So I, we settled it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then what's uh, what's the name of the woman who runs HR? Um, uh, Linda. Linda. Thank you, Linda. Um, so Sapphire is uh, beside him. Simon, sorry. Mm -hmm. Well, Sapphire is beside herself too, but she's Simon. actually not smiling. She's terribly angry at Java. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he realizes that the Orb of Ra is the only thing that can weaken Metamorpho, and we can't warn him because they've already begun Operation Smarty, Smarty Pants, Pants outside the town where the train is going by. Why is Smarty Pants the supercomputer on a train traveling through the city? We'll never know. But it is. Well, uh, who would expect that you would put a computer on a train? I think it might be a pretty clever way to transport a supercomputer. Well, may, but why I mean, do you were, need to transport it? Well, I mean, in you take these, it in pieces. In these days, mm -hmm. supercomputers took up uh, at least one floor of an office building. So perhaps the organization, oh, wait, this isn't his supercomputer. This no, is the it's government's. the government. Okay, so the government always moves from one building to another when a certain program expands. So what we don't know, what we are in media race. Yes? Yes. Okay, so what we don't know, what the backstory is, mm -hmm. is that this is the government's supercomputer, and it's probably for the uh, IRS, right? Sure. And they have moved to a different location, and back then, computers were huge. Mm -hmm. So they had to, they, they opened up a new facility, but they, instead of, oh no, they would have actually just spent the money and built another supercomputer uh, at the new facility, then torn down the old supercomputer. I don't know. I do not know why it's in the train. Um, I'm betting that Senator Robert Byrd has something to do with this, that he's negotiated uh, 
supercomputer site in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. Kentuckysville. No, West Virginia was Robert Byrd. Okay. Well, yes, but I, w- I was thinking perhaps it's being transported through West Virginia to Kentuckysville. No, it's on its way to West Virginia because Senator Byrd has negotiated this new facility, which okay. is going to be in the middle of nowhere. All right. But in West Virginia is the salient point. Okay. All right. Who boy. Sorry. We really needed to work that out, didn't we? Yes. Yes. Dynaman, a.k.a. Metamorpho, has landed atop the train and is going to unhook the front of the train from the back. With a, Using his gun, and he's going to... Well, he's, you know, pulling a train heist. Now, yeah. this has all been prearranged because the guards are uh, start to shoot at him, but they, they know that it's metamorphic, right. and they know that their guns can't hurt him. So they're pulling their shots. Right. Oh, actually, their, their guns can't no. hurt him. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. So the rear end of the train plummets down the hill. As it does, Metamorpho throws a switch, which will send his part of the train to where Doc Dredd is waiting mm-hmm. and the henchman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Doc Dredd, remember, now knows that Metamorpho is Dynaman. Mm-hmm. Doc Dredd goes inside the train to get the computer, quote-unquote, and throws out a box toward Dynaman, and all of a sudden Dynaman becomes weak Mm. and falls to the ground. Doc Dredd shoots some kind of ray beam. And disrobes. Disrobes him, revealing that it is indeed Metamorpho. Yeah. He tells the henchman, this was all a plot to trap us, but I have the computer here. So let him be, henchman. His moments are numbered. Follow me, your true leader. They, they reply with, we were mad. Doc Dredd, he's the boss. Yep. We were mad. I think mad as in insane. I know. It just, it's a strange word to use. So Metamorpho is confused. He doesn't know how Doc Dredd knew who he was. Just then, here comes <laughs> Sapphire, who's had some training with the Blackhawks because she's dangling from a ladder out of a helicopter. Oh. We are the Black Hawks. Look at this, Sapphire. She's got a cute little jumpsuit on. She does. She is kicking ass. Uh, just like Emma Peel on the Avengers. Yes! Um, she opens up this box, gets the Orb of Raw, and launches it into the sky like a javelin. Mm. No wonder I was powerless, he says. But now I'm all fine. Metamorpho takes off to corral Doc Dredd and his gang. What is he, like a snake? No, he's gas. Hydrogen gas. Hydrogen gas, okay. Um, he catches up with them. Doc Dredd fires an ion pistol, which nothing can withstand except a cobalt, cobalt hand. hand. We do have a listener, I don't know if he's listening, who is who understands science. Yes. And he would understand if the ion pistol could really penetrate everything but cobalt. I mean, I just see no reason to just take Bob Haney's word for it, because he's uh, very... Truthful. Right? Well, sorry, I can't get through that sentence. <laughs> right? Because I did. Uh, I yes did call uh, bullshit on stopping someone with antacids. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Now, I mean, if you had a particularly, um, what did they call the four humors in medieval times? Flatulence. Bile. <laughs> there was red bile, yellow bile, black bile, and gas. Well, one of those could be stopped by. Antacid. <laughs> no, blood. Blood. Black bile. Yellow bile. 
What's the fourth one? I have no idea. Well, I'll Google it later. Okay. Our audience doesn't care about things like that. No, they just want us to wrap this up. Um, all right, here comes the law to corral Doc Dredd and his gang. The governor offers his hearty congratulations to Metamorpho. Uh, you've cleaned out Doc Dredd's lair and recovered all his ill-gotten loot. Governor's still wearing his brown suit. Yes, brown suit. Now, uh, Sapphire and Rex have to rush because they have an important date. Back at the discotheque, doing the element man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon Stagg has an important date also. He and Java are searching the grounds for the Orb of Ra because Sapphire didn't throw it to him in the copter. She just threw it anywhere. threw it anywhere. Gee, I hope they find it by next issue so we can have another zany tale of Metamorpho getting into trouble by being controlled by the Orb of Ra by Java. <laughs> is that really what happens hope next time? Hope springs eternal. What? Is that what happens next time? He's I don't know. Controlled. I haven't read that yet. Oh, okay. All right. I was just assuming based on known data. <laughs> well, that wraps up another zany issue of Metamorpho. I have to say that um, I, I didn't share a story in here and I wish I had earlier. Do you remember that when, when he turns himself into a snake to snake through the, the, uh-huh. underneath the, the beams and the trees? That reminds me of this wonderful video that I had from you for so long. And I lost this video. I, I, I can never find it again. Oh. We lived in Jacksonville. And you came up to our front door of our rental house. We love that rental house. Yes. Oh, my God. And we had snakes all sure. around our house. Um, and you came up to the front door. And you just slowly see this video. And you see this snake. And it's a silent you just hear like environmental noise and you're uh-huh. walking up to the front door with this and you're videoing this snake and then you say, get out of here, snake. <laughs> it, it's such a long video and it just held on the snake and you go, get out of here, snake. It makes me laugh. I love that video. I'm so sorry you've lost it. I'm oh. sure our listener would love to see that on YouTube. <laughs> well, anything else to add? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your free podcast downloads from. You can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. And you can join us right back here next week. Wishing you a happy birthday this week. Me? Mm-hmm. Gee, thanks. <laughs> I know I look young, but I'm as old as the Orb of Ra. You're going to feel old next weekend. Why? Because we've got a very, very busy weekend ahead of us. Do Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll report back in next week and let you know all about it. Lots of this weekend was quiet because next weekend is busy, busy, busy. Okay, I'll yeah. take your word for it. Yep. Uh, that's all for this time. Bye. Bye. That's getting better.